Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about uh, pretty much anything that's of interest to an embedded developer. Here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast, this week, my Embedded Executive is Mike Farian, who is the CTO of Multitech. How are you, Mike? Very good, Rich. So you're new to Multitech, right? Yeah, this is about uh, week six for me. Week six. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I won't quiz you on uh, all the ins and outs of Multitech, but I want to talk to you more at a higher level about 5G. Hopefully that's good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So um, I've been saying that 5G is a year out for going on more than five years now. And I think we're actually inside that window where some people would even say it's here um, in the industrial space. You can say that it's still a year out. Some people say it's longer than a year out. I did an interview with somebody who said it's 10 years out. That was about a year ago, hmm. um, you know, for actual implementation. So let's start off with um, in the industrial space, uh, where's where's 5G? Is it a year out? Is it 10 years out? Is it here already? Yeah, it's it's tricky because as you've seen, you know, these, these new G rollouts are, you know, the first five years is all the marketing hype ramp up type stuff. Uh, which is a shame because it gets us a little bit disillusioned around all these these new exciting things that we think are coming. I'd say specifically in the industrial space, you know, 5G is is it's a whole fleet of technologies you know wrapped under 5G, and they're going to roll out under their own timeframes. The ones that are most interesting in the industrial space are the ones that are you know really geared not so much at pure speed, but it's about latency and determinism. So as soon as we have you know, low latency, high determinism networks, we can start to do new things with wireless that we really only thought of doing with wired connections before. Like what, for example? Um, you know, so in, in one world, maybe a little less industrial, but uh, actually both with things would be like augmented reality. So anything that comes close to needing something close to real time. So um, you know, augmented reality is certainly one of those and there's consumer applications and gaming and, and many, many industrial uh, applications for that. And another one would be control systems. So in, in automation, um, you know, we wire most everything um, because they, they were kind of set on, we need, you know, when you're doing real-time uh, controls, a motion control, you can't have um, a lack of determinism and how long a, a signal takes uh, to get from one point to another. 5G under the millimeter wavelength um, technology is going to offer that. So in a factory, conceivably, they, we could eliminate wiring and have a much more agile uh, uh, factory environment that doesn't need to be rewired every time they need to reconfigure something. Yeah, but didn't we hear that when 4G came around? <laughs> well, 4G never really took us all the way. Well, that, that's actually an interesting point because one of the, another shame about the hype around 5G is it's overshadowing things that we can do today with 4G, with LTE. So specifically, now that we have private LTE networks, we can achieve almost all the low latency and determinism that we're um, talking about in 5G, but you can do it under private LTE, LTE today. So uh, there are a number of industrial you know, manufacturing companies that are in pilot projects or even beyond pilot projects with using private LTE as a way to get connectivity to assets that were previously only wired connections. Okay. Uh, you I thought you were going to go down the path of one of my favorite subjects, which is industry 5.0, um, which at least in my definition is the ability to have robots and people working in the same industrial environment. Sure. Um, that to me is one of the killer apps for 5G. 
are you, you seeing the same thing? And is, is there some flavor we have to wait for, for that to be reality or will that roll out pretty soon? I, you know, some of that, that, that cobot environment is, is already here in, in many cases. Um, it's just a question of, in, in many cases, things are done in, with wired connections today. So just going to wireless just gives more agility and, and lower installation costs. Um, there's some applications that, that just almost have to be wireless just because of the mobility and things like that. So they rely on those technologies. But really with, with private LTE, a, a lot of companies, I think, manufacturing environments, are looking at private LTE as a stepping stone to 5G to say, look, I can get to, you know, once we get to consistent 10 millisecond latencies um, with a really good determinism, there's a whole lot we can do and, and we can get there with the private LTE and, and we'll be able to go further with, with, um, with 5G under the millimeter wave technologies. Now you said lower installation costs and I always associate new technologies with higher costs. How do you get lower costs? Well, the, the cost of the equipment is, in the industrial world, the cost of the equipment isn't the, the meat of the cost, it's the installation. You know, it can cost $100 a foot or even $1,000 a foot in some environments in the industrial world to install cabling. So if we can uh, eliminate that, um, that, that usually dwarfs any, any hardware cost. Okay. Uh, are you comfortable with where we are with respect to security um, for for 5G and these industrial applications, I, I know that's a, that's a huge one for me these days. About there's a new somebody getting hacked every day. Yeah, I think you know it, it's tricky because a technology itself isn't the the sole answer to security. It's all about the integration, right? So we can put all the right features in place and then have somebody uh, deploy without uh, you know the right integration practices and and leave doors open. But I think the the underlying security. Is there, especially again, a lot of companies in, in the industrial space that have had said, you know, absolutely no to internet connections, no to cloud, uh, and no to some wireless technologies are saying yes to private wireless networks. So under a private uh, network, the security layers are, are certainly there, and it's a very managed and controlled network. They have total control over who the players are, you know, on their on their network. Okay. Uh, this may not be fair because of your newness, but where does multi-tech fit in with, with all this stuff? Yeah, we're, we're, we're not just watching 5G carefully. We are developing 5G products and uh, we've got betas out in the market today uh, with some key customers and we're about to launch our first, um, you know, into production with 5G product. Now it's you know, it's, it's early in, in the curve. So it's really those early adopters that are trying to experiment with the network and see where they want to go. Because as, as you've seen, you know, it's, it's inconsistent, you know, it's, and it's unfortunate because it's not only inconsistent with you know, what technology is available, but uh, what technology is available by carrier and by region. So even though you hear of some great thing that happened in, um, you know, some prototype plant in Germany or in South Carolina, that doesn't mean you can deploy the same thing in, in Washington state necessarily. That's a pretty interesting point. So if I'm developing a product for the US, how different would it be if I wanted to deploy that in some region in Europe or Asia? Yeah, it's a, it's a question of timing. And I'd say every quarter it's, it's changing um, as all these networks you know, roll out at their own pace uh, and investment levels. Um, so some countries are certainly further ahead. Um, but it is something that uh, especially multinational industrial companies have to be mindful of. And, and I think they very much are. They work very closely with the regional carriers in, in partnership and, and hardware providers 
to, to, to be sure that, you know, they deploy their pilot plants in, in the right location with the understanding that, hey, there's a roadmap here towards deploying this on a more global level. Okay, so to wrap up, now I put you on the spot. If I wanna make an investment in my factory, is it the right time or should I wait? I'd say the time is right right now to do a private LTE rollout. And that will get you a whole lot of experience um, with a managed cellular network that then you could migrate. Now you're gonna have to change some hardware out to do this. It's not just gonna be a software upgrade, but you can then migrate from private LTE into a 5G environment. Awesome. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Great to join, Rich. That was Mike Farian. He is the CTO of Multitech, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day. Thank you.